0: Hi, this is James Clary from the Clarification Podcast. We really appreciate you sharing and watching our videos. If you feel so inclined, we could really use your help. You know, we spend hours and sometimes days researching these topics. And as much as we love it, we could really use your support. If you're on Spotify, go to our channel and there's a link where you can donate. Or if you're inclined, go to our website, which is clarification, that's C-L-A-R-Y-fication.com. And there's a one-time donation button for PayPal. We really appreciate your support. Hey everybody, it's the Clarification Podcast. I'm your host James Clary, along with my partner in crime Russell West. What's up?
1: Yo, how's it going? Yeah, good man. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Back at it. Can we tell them? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I don't care, yeah. We're re-recording because <laughs> we had a
0: cord issue. The,
1: the plug in into the iPad here. It uh, it sounded like a tin can. <laughs>
0: i'm glad we're re-recording yeah that. yeah There's yeah No problem. i, I, I agree what's well, funny this is uh the clarification newsstand edition where russ and i talk about the latest news and stuff that's on our mind and just in that we recorded the first edition this will be out tomorrow today's monday yes. uh the first uh, recording we did like an hour and a half ago, we've already come up with new topics. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the news is ever-changing. It so, is. That's how yeah. quick things go. Oh, I know, particularly in this 24 hour day news cycle. And we yeah. do we do try and keep up with stuff. You know, I mean, you and I both love history, both love the news. And one of the aims of this podcast is, you know, it's usually on our Friday edition. We do a little bit more of a historical dive into how history uh, combines to make com- uh, current events, but today we're actually talking current events. And first thing I want to do is give a quick shout out I have to do this, Russell, to I know my you do. Golden State Warriors!
1: <laughs>
0: Warriors! They uh, won the NBA championship in six games in Boston the other night. Uh, Steph Curry finally won the finals MVP. And as I told you recently, that uh, Steph Curry's the reason I watch NBA basketball. So Yeah,
1: you mentioned that he kind of brought you back to yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I was a big, I mean, I was a huge fan growing up. I'm 62, so, I mean, I had posters of Luau Cinder. Mm-hmm. People don't know who's no. that. That's yeah. the guy that went <laughs> on to become Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, duh, yeah. His right. original name was Luau yeah. Cinder, like Muhammad Ali, who was Cassius Clay. Right. And they both became uh, members of the Islam, and they changed their names. Yes. So, right. big Oscar Robertson, the big O, I had a big poster <laughs> of him, and I was all in it when I was a little kid, and then, I don't know, sometime in my 20s, I just didn't like the way the game had progressed. and like, yeah, Steph, you mentioned that. Yeah, it just, there was no defense. It was just big guys lumbering down the court and dunking the basketball, and you kind made the point about Jordan kind of brought it back. Right. Which you know, he, he did.
1: He changed uh, sports in general, I think. Yeah, Just definitely. Realized what it could be, and it's a full potential. Which somebody like that?
0: He was such a superstar. But Steph Curry did the same thing from three-point shooting. I'll never forget Charles Barkley said, no jump shooting team will ever win a championship. I mean, he mm-hmm. made because you think about it, Charles was a big man, you know? And he right. and Shaq, and they do that NBA team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Show uh, with Kenny the Jet and Ernie on uh, TNT. Mm-hmm. It's the most watched NBA show. And anyway, that they were both big men, and they didn't. The three point shot was just kind of, you know, There's a guy, you know, make three point shots, mm-hmm. but it, you know, Bird was a great three point shooter. Right. Jordan was good. Bird won
1: that that contest. <clears throat> that one. Oh year. Never yeah, took his which jacket off? <laughs> never took it off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, what did he walk in the locker room and said, "Who's going to come in number two?
1: I think he said it to Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> anyway love Larry Bird but yeah, awesome. anyway
0: Curry this kid out of this small school Davidson you know totally revolutionized the league with the three-point shot so I'm just I'm happy for him uh, I don't agree with the Warriors politics including Steph Curry as a matter of fact he was making a big deal about the phone call he get after winning the championship you know who it was from it right. would be a big deal on the the left even bigger deal than him uh, the one before him. Before Trump, the I should say. one
1: before him. Oh, Obama. Donald, duh, duh, Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, so Obama called Curry they're on the court. I had to turn that on airplane mode, sorry. <laughs> Is it Obama calling? Colin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Barack. You know, yeah, we're yeah. pals. We we're So anyway, congrats to the Warriors. The next thing we want to talk about... You don't get a lot of news in America, and it I understand it's not quite as exciting as other things, but it's important to watch this, and what I'm talking about are European elections, in a bigger framework. Mm-hmm. So there was just an election in France, and it was a massive loss for the so-called centrist president, Emmanuel Macron, his party lost 81 seats the other party which is the nr national rally party led by marie le pen uh, won 245 out of 577 seats it takes two oh no i'm sorry uh macron's party won 245 but it takes a majority of 289 in the french parliament to hold a majority so in other words the french president lost majority why is this a big deal because he is a globalist He, Trudeau, President Biden, they are all part of uh, what you and I affectionately term the Party of Davos. They answer to the World Economic Forum. They kowtow to the Chinese Communist Party. They're globalists. They believe Mm -hmm. in the World Health Organization. They believe in Klaus Schwab's great reset in the World Economic Forum. But you're seeing this populist pushback. You know, Trump was a result of that. Sure. Yeah, and and you know some people think that he won the election, uh, whether he did or not. The other elections that took place in twenty twenty and the elections that have taken place since then have shown a clear majority of people voting for populists. Mm. We talked about Myra Flores. Yeah. Yep. Hispanic woman. This was uh, Texas, Texas right? border Keep, town. Yeah, yeah, Texas border, right town. on the town. So uh, think about it; those towns are at least ninety percent Latinx. Hi, I'm just kidding. Not Latinx. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, right. Did we uh, did we talk
1: about that? Oh, uh, we're gonna go. Was into that in it. the
0: newsstand? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, into we got to pull that uh, video of. Uh, oh yeah, friend. yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what was his name? I, mean, I you knew it. I I'll think of it in a second. <laughs> Uh so ninety percent of the people in those towns are Hispanic. And so you would think the Democrat, the Democrats swore they owned the Republic or the Dem the Democrats owned the Hispanic vote and the black vote, and it's just not true. A Republican won the seat in a Texas border town for the first time in, I think it was Sixty years, maybe it was a long time. This Myra Flores, and I actually watched some interviews with her, and very, very interesting. So anyway, the French election, I mean, it's it's earth shattering in France. It just shows you the the movement and pop populism is gaining grounds big time. Bolsonaro in Brazil, Mm -hmm. I mean, Bolsonaro is is about the most Trump like guy you'd ever see,
1: and you see it in India as well. Yes. Exactly. Big time populism what is there.
0: what is the president of India's name? I should know that. Um, he's yeah, super populism.
1: He's like, I'm doing what's best for India.
0: Yeah, and he even said that in the recent, you know, this with the grain, right, mm-hmm. with the wheat. Oh, he and said, and "I'm gas,
1: not too. It was all. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. It's not his fight. So he's going to do what's best for his people."
0: Rastapati. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm.
1: I figured it'd be a problem even if we did Welcome find President <laughs> Welcome to
0: the President of India, Sri Ram Nath Kovind. That doesn't sound right. That's not who it is. Ah, anyway, so the, the President of India said, yeah, he wasn't going to send any gas. And he was, he's going to, that's what populism, It it's similar to nationalism. You know, nationalism is, you know, your country before, it's America first. That's nationalism summed up, America first. Mm-hmm doesn't mean that you don't support other countries or that's bad. We just don't believe in this umbrella that global governance is best. You know, you think about a culture like Pakistan and next to, or look at Afghanistan with us going in there. The stories I heard from soldiers coming back, like one story comes to mind. A soldier literally watched like a 40-something man Grabbing a twelve-year-old boy and rape anally raping this boy, and he tried to stop, and his commander said, "No, that's culturally
1: acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: sex with boys in certain cultures is acceptable. Yeah. So to like the
1: Papua New Guinea semen warriors." You've oh, heard Oh
0: no, semen war. We're not going there. No, know. we're not. No. <laughs> we're not. But it's a thing. If
1: you want to look it up on your own, yeah, it's, I a, mean, it's a. I no, it, I haven't heard of it's it. It's like way. almost a no contact tribe, almost. But it's a a ritual that they go through to become men. Gotcha. And uh, and that's just the way they are. Ooh, I yeah. did hear one recently. Yeah, about I have been on Rogan, so that may be. Is this
0: Rogan? I think it was it Rogan where they talked about how they. Uh, um, gosh, what does it call it? Foreskin removal. How they did it in this. oh circumcision. Circumcision. They yeah. just put it on a rock and pounded it with another rock yeah. till the skin was black and blue. And thought, fa- oh, it's just killing me. Thinking about it, if you're yeah, a man, no, cultural you get it.
1: things are good.
0: Yes, I know. Well, and that's the whole point. Do we want to try and meld all these cultures? It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, someday maybe if the Earth's population totally intersected and we breeded with every ch- each other you know it's like the United States is a melting pot because these groups came in and we've interbred and we've taken the the good parts of these cultures and made them our own you know it's like the African American community is basically a sim they're American you don't you know they're not yeah. African they're yeah, American exactly same thing with Italians and Irish and all that so anyway, uh, next thing, Hillary has come out with a statement that the Democrats should not make transgenderism an issue. Mm-hmm. This is an issue. <laughs> it's an issue for the Democratic Party because they've already fully embraced woke. And in a few fu- future episode, uh, you guys are going to see Russell and I do a deep dive on wokeism and its roots and...
1: and- It's long-term strategy. Yeah, uh, this is a result. This isn't a uh, an experiment. Yeah, this 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 didn't didn't just come out of the blue. No, no, no. This has been planned for a long time by adversaries of the United States. Yep.
0: So transgender activists, uh, they're another sign to transgender activists. They're increasingly unpopular. Cultural crusade has become a liability for the Democrats. Hillary Clinton has suggested that the feelings of the minuscule but noisy percentage shouldn't take priority over parties' political concerns, which is quite a break, honestly, because the Democratic Party has been answering to those who scream the loudest, you mm-hmm. know, and they've moved so far from the center. I mean, a centrist Democrat. Today would look like a far left radical ten years ago. Yeah. I I mean you and I have talked about it. Obama sliding
1: scale. Right.
0: President Obama and Michelle Obama, I'll never forget them, saying, I we believe in a marriage between a man and a woman.
1: Hillary Clinton again.
0: Yeah, the Clintons. You know, and then they changed their position. And I've, you know, as far as like my position on that, I've always been in the position. You should be able to marry who you love, and mm-hmm. but more important, government has no business in marriage. What's this freaking creating a law that says a man can marry a man? The there should thing, be no law.
1: Yeah, the only thing I think of is a tax credit, which exactly. is nice, but, but that's unfair. Yeah, and that's why the whole gay marriage. So if they weren't getting tax benefits, then there'd be no reason for government to be in it at all. Yeah, oh, and they, there were
0: some other things like visit, visitation rights at a hospital.
1: Yeah, er, er, yeah, there's tons of weird. I mean, little,
0: if a patient says this is my the person I love, I want him, you know, then mm-hmm. they should be allowed to visit. Right. You know, why would there be all I guess boils
1: down to personal freedom. Yeah, totally. And Just we don't we, don't hurt me, I won't hurt you. That's exactly. the social contract that, that, that we all need. Shouldn't yeah. really go much further than
0: that. Well, and there's there's uh, something called the NAP, the non-aggression principle, which is one of the foundations for libertarianism. When I say libertarian, I mean small L. I am not a member of the Libertarian Party. I don't really they've got some wackos yeah, running that. There. But but the non aggression principle basically says what you said. Mm-hmm. You have the you you should never act aggressively on another person, commit violence. But you have the right to defend yourself and your loved ones and your neighbors. Mm-hmm. If your neighbor's wife is getting attacked uh, by a sexual predator, you have the right to defend her. But the mm-hmm. non-aggression principle says you have no right to initiate violence. And I completely I mean, believe in that.
1: So this is sort of where I think maybe the left is getting a little out of control because of they're their insisting that you use their terms and their their language. Um all kinds yeah. of st- it just it makes it really tough to uh, you, th- you lose total personal freedom when it comes to this, and I think that maybe that's why they're starting to just stay chill, you know, between Hillary and um, uh, what, what God I forgot this guy's name Jones.
0: Oh, uh, jo- Oh, Al. What, jo- Jones.
1: Jones. What's his name here? Sorry, I got it in full screen so it doesn't say Jones. It's this guy. It's that video we watched.
0: Oh, oh, I'm Car sorry. Car Jones, what?
1: what was his name?
0: <laughs> well, I can't remember his name. That's crazy. Uh, Van, Junk, Van Jones. Van Jones. God. <laughs> Car Jones. I knew it was a automobile. Oh, That's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, it's not Van Jones. It's <laughs> Mini Van Jones. Car Jones. That's a pretty cool name. <laughs> That's mini funny. Van Jones. I don't know why I'm having these brain laps. I was telling you I need to take more omega three oil. But yeah, this is kind of an interesting clip. Uh, I saw this and it created quite a Twitter storm. If you, as a matter of fact, Russ, if you go on our Twitter, you'll see where this Democrat woman replied to me. And this was all in relation to this. Was this just happening? clip? Yeah, it's the a, last twenty four hours. Yeah, I so. got a
1: bunch of. Uh, it was, so it was this clip.
0: It was this clip. So let's watch this clip, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. But just let me set it up. Van Jones is a Democratic strategist. He was actually in the Obama White House. I don't. He had a cabinet position, and he was forced out for some transgression. I don't remember. But he, anyway, he's a pretty hardcore Democrat. This is him on CNN talking about the Democrat Party and their, where they're going.
1: We're in danger of becoming a party of the very high and the very low. Uh, If you pull out the working class, you've got people who are very well-educated and very well-off. Those people talk funny. Latinx, I've never met a Latinx. I've never met a BIPOC. I've never met you know all this this weird stuff that these highly-educated people say is bizarre. Nobody talks that way at the barbershop, the nail salon, uh, the the grocery store, uh, the community center. But that's how we talk now. So that's weird. And then the people who are very low down on the economic ladder need a bunch of stuff. You wind up over-promising, oh, we're going to give you reparations to, to people at the bottom of the economic ladder talking weird to appeal to people at the top of the economic ladder and the work class walks away from you. That is the danger we're facing. We're in danger of...
0: Yeah, I. you know what? And, and kudos to Van Jones. I think he's spot on. Um, by the way, Jones served in the White House Council of Environmental Quality... And he had to resign because, and I hate this cancel culture, it's bullshit, but they went through his past remarks, and he had called Republicans assholes, number one. Number two, he uh, signed a petition in 2004 supporting the 9-11 truther
1: movement. Really? Which is kind
0: of interesting.
1: This guy seems to have a little...
0: Bill Maher, in common him. common sense, in him, yeah, more or than Matt anything. Taibbi, yeah. Tim Pool, just an independent thinker, yes, which totally. is nice and refreshing. Yep, I mean, he's also the guy that I mentioned to you earlier that he's the guy that, when asked on the street, someone kind of ambushed him with a hidden camera and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, you're Van Jones," and acted like they didn't have a camera. And he said, "So, what do you think about all this, the Mueller investigation and the Trump Russian collusion?" He goes, "It's a nothing burger."
1: Oh right And yeah. he,
0: and you know so this is a, a guy that admitted what everybody knew that it was a smokescreen. The Democrats just wanted trump out. So he can be very honest. So what let's let's just dissect a little bit about what he's saying. The Democrats these they're usually white, mainly white super intellectual elites. It's all the Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley presidents and all those high ups. Uh, and then there's a super low income, like no income people waiting for a handout, like reparations. Yes. Reparations is whether you believe it or not. It's just, you know, it's a call to try and get votes. We're going to get you reparations. Much of paying for votes. It's an empty
1: promise. Totally. Just like all of these politicians. Anytime somebody offers you something, they're... Pretty much lying. There's exactly. no way they're going to get it through. And if they do, it's going to be half of what they're actually promising you to begin with. Right.
0: And then there'll probably be stipulations to it. Or... Mm-hmm. So you've got these two these lofty white intellectuals and then these very low-income people waiting for a handout. Well, who's in between? It's freaking everybody else. And it's like, I honestly think it's 80, 80 to 90% of the population.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's getting a lot bigger. It continues to grow,
0: continues to grow. And it's it's just getting worse. You know, I just saw this headline. Don Lemon insists Donald Trump or no. Sorry. Don Lemon insists the DOJ should charge Trump with conspiracy. I mean, it's just nobody thinks Donald Trump led an insurrection on January. Get into
1: this. But I thought this is sort of revealing. And I have no idea what you're going to say, but I'm interested to know. And we'll get back to Pride Month here in a minute. Sure. Um, but this whole... Uh, Even though we hadn't gone there yet. But well, we we're going to okay. get oh, yeah. to it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> uh, I got you. Uh, so this whole m- money that Trump raised and kind of grifted oh, people a little bit. What yeah. are your thoughts on that?
0: I think it was probably wrong. Now let's set it up a little bit. That was, he promised it was for what, a legal defense fund?
1: Yes, to, to overturn the election.
0: Yeah, you know he did pay a lot of lawyers. I mean, Giuliani probably spent a thousand hours looking into election fraud and stuff. Yeah, I mean it was probably grift. And and if it was, I don't agree with it. You so know, that's
1: the one thing I've seen so far that I can tell you I did not like. Yeah, and I, I don't thought, blame that you. Was super shitty, and, and that may be more of an indicator of the type of guy he is that we maybe we knew that didn't want to admit. Yeah, um,
0: there's a lot of shit about Donald Trump I don't like, bro.
1: It just comes out more and more and more. And I, I think I think he takes advantage of a lot of people.
0: I don't doubt it. I think that. he's also kind of a ruthless. You know, at the same, I started to say he's kind of ruthless. At the same time, there's another side of him that nobody sees that he's helped thousands. Sure. And he hasn't publicized it. He didn't ask for any glory. I mean, I've heard story, and you can look them up. Sure, there's
1: mortgage paid.
0: Yes, yeah, like some guy stopped to help fix his car one night or Mm -hmm. something, and he paid off the guy's house, and he's done shit like that. So every human's a complicated person, and Trump has so many flaws. I mean,
1: you and I have talked about I just wish there was all this – interest behind him all of this like loyalty i wish it was placed in somewhere else
0: well there's some maga
1: you know almost what i mean
0: freaks yeah i totally know what you mean i am not it's one of those people
1: loyalty and i wish i wish it was put somewhere more productive i had a guy on twitter said
0: he was watching me for what for being for questioning anything trump like he was like one of these let's use the term, ultra-maga. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, look, I've always been very honest. I'd like to think I'm always, I was a big Trump supporter. But I, I said the caveat, I support him for these reasons, these policies, and you know yeah. yeah I said, yeah. it primarily because he was more anti-war than Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clinton, yeah, we don't need to go into it. That's the truth. He was more of an anti-war candidate. Now, when he came out and he attacked the media for being fake news, I loved that. Yeah. I loved his style of being bombastic and fiery yeah. with the media. Some of this other stuff, it's grifting. I totally agree. Yeah, But, you know, all in all, I look at the Trump administration, what he accomplished compared to Obama. I think Trump was 10 times the President Obama was.
1: Do you think the Republican Party is in a better place because of him or a worse place?
0: I think the party, I think it's in a much better, better place i shouldn't say the party i should say the movement's in a better place for this reason the republicans are being exposed for the freaking criminal grifters that they that most of them are not all of them but the mitch mcconnell's the lindsey grant look we had eric burleson on the other day he's going to be our next congressman Uh, you know i mean you tell me russell did you i think Eric came across, and I think this is the man who is a very honest, forthright
1: person. I 100% agree. Now, how that's going to translate in Congress, I can't tell you. But I hope I hope it works out well. But you know
0: how he said he got stuff done. And I mentioned, I said, Eric, I always noticed you're n- you're never in the news. He doesn't come out and immediately comment no, on No, no, no. I don't think
1: he's doing anything for attention. I think he genuinely he doesn't, cares. And
0: he, but it's intentional. Sure. Because yeah. he knows he gets more done. He said it. We mm-hmm. get more and to- Go back and watch that interview. <coughs> it's a fascinating interview, I think. He said we get more done with honey than vinegar.
1: Absolutely. And I'm wondering if that's not the way the Republican Trump- Party should be heading and not right. this fucking bullshit. Yeah, complaint.
0: I mean, I kind of I agree with you on one hand. On the other hand, we said it before, the and—, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the left started this. They threw the first punch.
1: Yeah, but that's I don't like that mentality cuz we all lose.
0: Well, I know, and I mean, I get that and I know where your heart is. I do. I, I know yeah. where your heart is, and I don't disagree with the sentiment. However, I'm wondering if the tech those techniques of peace love and understanding, which are noble and great aspirations if we're ever going to win like that, because the Democrats honestly are freaking savage, they will do what. Now that mm-hmm. not all of them, there's been some wonderful, heartful well, we Democrats. We don't
1: hear about those either. Yeah, I know. You know, there's a whole world. How many senators and congressmen are there? Seven no, con- hundred thirty-five. in not senators. There's there's a no, hundred c- senators, senators and congressmen. Oh yeah, so yeah, like seven fifty some. Yeah. Um, unless we change, I don't know. It does change, um, but yeah. So there, you and how many do you really hear about? A handful. I know. So how much? What's going on behind yeah, the behind scenes. the scenes with these these other folks? Now
0: yeah, it's like Billy Long, our congressman. Um, he kind of goes along to get along. I've watched his voting record. I don't know. You know, it's the whole system is so screwed
1: up on both sides. It's not That's even a I mean. party I, it's, thing. It's it's, it's we I, are all losing right now. Right. So, no one is no one is winning. No one's slam dunking on the other side as much as they think they are. We're just right. we're just spraining our ankle and tumbling down the court. That's well, all and we're as doing as we as a country,
0: no, I, I don't disagree with that. And as we uh, discuss in a future episode, it's all intentional. This was a Marxist plan, and mm-hmm. you know we're not going to get a, into that. Dan, here, there's a
1: responsibility but, to have enough, having uh, freedoms, and right. we don't we don't take those into account.
0: I don't even think a lot of people even give a shit. I mean, when you see people cheering on the misdeeds of the intelligence community just so they can get the the guy who runs the opposite party that they agree with,
1: that's all it is. Whether
0: it's, I'm not going either side. I mean, look, I'm not gonna cheer for the FBI going after Chuck Schumer because mm-hmm. his, you know, if he misused tax funds, that's one thing. But because he went to some meeting of some group I don't agree with or something, I mean that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's or, like the arrests of that we talked about—the arrest of Roger Stone, you know, putting mm-hmm. him and, and Peter Navarro in leg irons in an airport. Yeah. Give me a break.
1: Hey, that's that's where it's all
0: at. But, well, and I know, and it's see, and when that side, and this, I'm going back to your original mm-hmm. point. When that side starts arresting people, I agree with and putting them in leg irons simply for claiming executive privilege to a congressional subpoena, mm-hmm. using the power of the intel agency. And by the way, we've got another episode coming up about the FBI, and we go deep in. When they start doing that, I feel like man, we got to punch back. But maybe you're right. Maybe
1: to above, withhold yeah. the punch. Is that I what you're saying? It's, I don't. There has to be a stopping point. Because now a retribution is, is going to go and go and go and, and, go, and, and, and go and go and go. Because, like, like, let's say, you know, Republicans are getting locked up right now. Right. That's what's going to happen when they get in power. They're going to do it again. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're in a police state. I, I just I it, don't know where it ends. And I
0: do agree with that. To, and I don't want that to happen. The only problem is, from my side of the fence, it seems as if, at least in the last 20 years, there is no justice for the side I represent. Everybody that gets locked up and goes to prison is on my side, and nobody ever pays. I mean, I can go down the line from Fast and Furious, the Hillary, the Benghazi stuff, the emails, all of Hillary, like, Hillary's man. staff literally admitting that they took sledgehammers to their Blackberries to destroy evidence. Mm -hmm. so a guy on my side says look i think i have executive privilege and shouldn't answer your subpoena goes in leg irons while this woman admits to destroying evidence in a criminal investigation nothing that's what i'm telling you my side that's where the and i say mine because you and i are not quite on the same fence but Mm -hmm. even though we agree on most there's some things we just but the lack of justice has made americans furious russell furious
1: sure yeah, which I you, can't stand injustice. I don't know how how you solve that. It's, it's, I don't just, It's just another hair in the soup.
0: I know. I mean, injustice from the you know the these black people that young black men that were accused of rape in the Jim Crow era and thrown in prison yep. for their He's, life, and you know that stuff just drives me crazy. I can't yeah. stand injustice. Yeah. And and see the left is claiming they're standing up for justice, like this trans issue, which we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. right now, the LA Pride event, and you know, that everybody should be able to uh, everybody should be able to conceptualize their opinion and their lifestyle. Here's the problem where I have with it is, you know, and I think you agree with me. I know you agree with me on this, you do whatever you want in your life. Absolutely. We're about absolute liberty, as long as it doesn't harm others, right. non-aggression principle. But when you put this stuff in my face and expect me to say that it's right and that I agree with it, by right I mean moral, ethical, and that I agree with it, no, that's where I draw the line. I don't care if you do it. Well, I do care. Like, let's, let's look at this Christina
1: Aguilera thing. This
0: was at the L.A. Pride event.
1: So yeah, if you had kids or something you're watching. Oh yeah.
0: Please take your children out of the room. I mean, this is graphic. It's but that's why we're talking weird, about it. It's weird yeah, as so. shit. Yeah. All right, so scroll up on
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> all right, here we go.
0: <laughs> yeah. So oh my God, that's that's quite the dingus. Quite
1: dangler. Yeah, that's a dangler. <laughs> that's
0: what I'd call that, a dangler. Wish I was packing that dangler. Oh, yeah. 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 So anyway, Christina Aguilera shows up at this Pride event with a strap on, you know, which, you know, I know that in certain sexual situations that some people of certain sexual flavors use that. And I have no problem with that. Here's where I have a problem with it, where you publicly display this. Look, I, James Clary may have a certain thing that I like in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'm not out marching on Park Central Square and saying, this is the type of set. And
1: if you don't like it, you're if a you bigot. Don't,
0: yeah, you're a bigot. That's that's where I draw the line. Yeah. I yeah. think this stuff should be private.
1: Well, and here's my side of the, the the token is, I don't care if you want to do that, even in public. I'm not going to be there. I'm never going to be at a <laughs> yeah, pride Yeah, at event. a pride event, right. And not because I don't want them to celebrate themselves or, or enjoy their lives no, to the that. fullest but it just it's not my scene man i'm not <laughs> i'm not that interesting <laughs> in going but you know when you come start on doing it, you start doing it on daytime tv but and look then, how it, then be- it comes into my world look how
0: bedazzled it is it's got spangles on it and Why stuff yeah yeah it's, it's very nice <laughs> yeah it's a nice dangler yeah, and I get you. And what's even worse, though, and and I kind of agree, if they want to have that at their event, that's fine. It's a private event. They can do what they want.
1: Same as they wouldn't want a preacher coming in there and, and talking Evangelizing, shit to the, exactly, yeah. Exactly, prophesying on them. Right. They don't, like, we can all, there's enough room in this world for us to do the things we want to do and be the people who we want to be without forcing those ideas on other people. Agreed. Let's all just agree that people are different. Right. I don't, is it that hard? That would solve a lot of problems we're not all the same well every person's an individual until you're classified by sex race gender and then you're let's stop
0: classifying maybe now see the left would say well yeah that's that's great you know because a woman can be whatever they want but this goes back to the idea of is there an objective truth and we go deeper into it like i said in a future episode but
1: Yeah, definitely, listen, all of this is going to tie together. You got it, it's coming. Yeah, but the
0: postmodernists came out, which really, postmodernism came out of the Frankfurt School in the 20s, 30s. Anyway, they came out with this idea. I think they called themselves postmodernists because they didn't want to say communists. Because communism had taken a bad name. But anyway, they said there's no objective reality. Now, and I mean, this goes deep into quantum physics. Mm -hmm. Is there an objective reality well, and consciousness and all that crap? And I think, but,
1: that, uh, I think that that's blaringly evident in that What is a Woman documentary, yeah, if you there watch you go. that. Because there you they go. do claim that there are no facts, and everything, including the most basic biological functions, are objective. And that's, There's no truth.
0: So we could agree... That you're entitled to that opinion. However, we think that science is on our side and shows that there is an objective reality.
1: Right. You know, follow the science until the science doesn't support your view. Yeah. And then science is wrong. So, the- how, is, how is that not a. a- Part of that whole thing uh, we we're talking well, about. Well, you a, know, a, Matt a, Walsh
0: does a great job of exposing that. It's a it's called a circular argument yes. when you say what is a woman? Well, a woman is anyone who identifies as a woman. Okay, that's the circular takes you back to the original question. What yes. is
1: a woman? So you just woman? said someone who identifies. Yes, but who's as a, woman? a woman? Now who identifies? Right. Okay. Well, what's a woman? And it just it's called never circular an logic, answer. which exactly.
0: never gets you anywhere. Well, you can't get to an answer and you know the aristilian and platonian logic used mathematics and i took a class in college that was very useful called symbolic logic because you apply math to words unless you throw out mathematics unless you say that it cannot be proven that one plus two is three Unless you say that, then there is an objective reality. But this, this group is saying, no, 1 plus 2 isn't 3. Well, there's have we seen those memes, math is racist? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's all part and parcel of the same bullshit. Well,
1: it's, it's just a new... you. Uh, it just drives <laughs> me nuts because it's, <laughs> it's like you're not going far enough. The next person to go far enough... Uh, with their theory or, or you know their their loud mouthed ideal or ideologies they're the ones to get the recognition and it, and it, like even like this school shooting thing we talk about people want recognition yeah people right. want attention these
0: shooters are wanting their name yes, to be they infamous, want the yeah.
1: attention so you know it goes into you know even a lot of this these spikes in, in trans youth
0: yeah right. Yeah, which we talked about. We ought to say for the audience, there's been a, uh, God, what did you say?
1: Quintiplin? It, so it was 1%. Yes. Uh, it was 1%, I think, maybe 10 years ago. 1% of, of young adults identified as trans Or nine binary, non-binary, yes. which would be queer, basically. Or just, or I don't, yeah. Uh, but now it's 5%. That's nuts. No, it, it quintupled over... And that's
0: only years. in the U.S. That's not globally.
1: This isn't an issue globally.
0: Did you watch the part of What is a Woman where he went to the African yes, tribe? Yes, and they all made Explain fun that. of Explain that. Explain that a little bit. Because oh. I didn't see that part. I just yes. read about it.
1: Yes. Uh, Matt Walsh in this documentary went to Africa to just talk with a tribe. And he asked them all the same questions. He was asking these people, these, these intellectuals, these professors, and... They were laughing at him, being like, "No, the, tr- the African tribes." Yes, yeah, they were laughing at him, saying, "Dude, no, no <laughs> one's like that here. If you're a man, you have a penis. If you're a woman, you have a vagina, and that's it. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? If you're a
0: woman, you bear children. Yeah, you don't yeah. chest feed as a man.
1: Uh, yeah, and so he asked him all of these, you know, questions that we somehow still have to debate. And the issue is, and there, they, there, there's no. That is not something they consider because they have issues, real issues, life and death issues yeah. every day.
0: Like getting food, clean water. Worrying
1: about this stuff is a luxury that we can afford. That's true. For better or worse, whether we should own it or not, it's a luxury we can't afford, and we we spend it all arguing over this That's crap. It's
0: nuts. Do you have that um, Drew Hernandez video, video from the L.A. Pride? Yeah, let's watch this because let's see more of it. Lordy. half-naked, whipping each other, and doggy play. Doggy play, I
1: love that.
0: Little toddlers just watching. Little kids. Oh, there's the whips. Oh, yes. What's that, Mommy? Hey, Mommy, what's this? Hey, Mommy, why are they all dressed half-naked, Mommy? Hey, Mommy, what's the whip for, Mommy? Hey, Mommy, why why are they dressed like that, Mommy? Why don't they... Yeah, and it, you know he makes the point. This is where it crosses the line when you're hypersexualizing children. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, Russ. This goes back to political correctness.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the root of all this, isn't it? It's yeah. just wanting people to say the right things, and it has morphed into this. <laughs> like
0: he did doggy play. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I think that's weird. All right, yeah. it's outside the norm. So for saying that, I'm now some well, don't kink freak.
1: not can't kink shame, dude. Yeah, Careful.
0: I'm I'm the wrong guy. And like Drew makes that point he goes, "No, we're not wrong. You're wrong for hypersexualizing this stuff on kids." And where it comes to kids, I can draw the line and say, "Damn straight, I'm right, you're wrong.
1: You do oh. not
0: expose children."
1: Well, it's just uh, I mean to that like the hyper I, I don't mind if they understand like a gay community that type of stuff but when you're swinging your dick in my kid's face down yeah. the main street in public I know in the middle of the day come on that is, is it that, and and then then you're you're a bigot for even what, questioning
0: that That's where it gets worse is that you're expected to agree with it. And if I say, I even felt a little uncomfortable saying, I think doggy plays weird. I was thinking about an image. You're self-censoring I had. a little bit. Yeah, I, I am. And that's not right. There was a group of furries. Do you know what furries yeah. are? Yeah, yeah. That came it's in. It's kind of the same. Just a little It better. is. They came into a place I was working. Oh, a group really? of about 10 of them. All dressed up? Yeah, all dressed up. And I said to myself, this is weird as F. And I don't care. You know what? I get people like the role play Dude, and all that stuff. Again, too, it's that's their life.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's something I can tell. It's not a story, but I don't need to go over there and, and tell them that they're wrong. That would no. be just as wrong as them saying that, you know.
0: I don't know, though. I, this is a fine point we're discussing, is maybe there's something to some public shame. We've lost shame in our society. You know, whereas before... If you did certain crimes, you would be pulled in public and have your pants pulled down and your naked ass beaten in front of a crowd. Now, I'm not suggesting we do that, but, you know, shame is not necessarily a bad thing. Now we're supposed to accept that anything goes, Mm -hmm. and it's okay to each his own. Let everybody do that. You know, maybe there's something... It's okay to say, no, we shouldn't put children on puberty blockers. No, we shouldn't castrate a but young man just because when he's eight years old, he wants to wear a dress.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you, there is definitely something to shame for sure. Um, but what do we do, make laws prohibiting it? And then furries. Those, yeah. You know, then that's, I know that's it's kind it? of discriminatory. It's, yeah, I agree.
0: Dude, this is not an easy conversation. Uh, it's not.
1: And hey, I it's, don't know that it's I nuanced. Don't, I don't know that there's uh, there's an answer for it. past. I think default in any of these situations should be personal freedom. Yeah. And, and, and that aggression thing you're talking about, non-aggression, non-aggression principle. Those, yeah. that should be default until we can have a civilized discussion to deal with the problem at hand. Yeah. That should be the default.
0: We And you know what? You could make the point. Let's pull up the drag queen story hour stuff. So you could make the point that when it crosses over and begins to affect children, and that that statistic you had of one from 5% 10 years later, that's when you can make the argument, hey, this stuff is having a negative effect on your children. I don't care. Who you are, you can't say that you wish you're, well, I know people do. But to say, oh, I hope my child's transgender. My God, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Because I have sympathy for anybody that has trouble. They want us to accept it's normal and no, it's great. No, it's horrible. A drag queen in every school is modern-less chicken in every pot. I mean, this is just an article that you just pulled up. Here, pull up that tweet, put it on the screen. That's a good one. Drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. Michigan Attorney General. God. Dana Nessel says the Civil Rights Conference in Lansing. A drag queen for every school, she adds. I mean, we're normalizing behavior that used to be considered abhorrent. Now, do I think it should be considered... here?" The subtle nuances of Russell is like, how do we treat this? I mean, in the past, people would have been locked up in an insane asylum or put in prison Sure, yeah. if, if they got caught. Like we talked about right, uh, Hoover. J- right, yeah, right. Back then. It was jagger Hoover right. was a crossdresser.
1: Yeah, and uh, I don't think that was right for sure. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, locking people up. So then, again, we're on that tricky
0: S- slippery, slippery slope,
1: slope of – uh, you know, who you do what and with who. Right. And, you know, that's...
0: I guess I'd say do whatever the hell you want. Don't expect me to support
1: I, it. I, I think that's fine. I'm not going to go around and talk shit on you. Mm-hmm. It's not something I care that much about. Right, right. So, I mean, and that maybe that's what they assume that is happening if you're not in support. You know, you're either with us or against us, and that's just not true. Sometimes I just don't give a shit. Yeah, you're not either. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I'm like, I have my own, I have my own interests, and that just happens to not be one of them.
0: Right. You don't want to dress up like a big raccoon. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm glad if that's something that gives your life meaning. Fantastic.
0: I think it's funny. I'm sorry. When those furries came in, I thought it's hilarious. I went and high fived him. I was grabbing. I See, didn't have any yeah. problem with it. I do think it's funny. I mean, I would never dress I up would, in an animal same. costume.
1: But you know, and but what authority do I have to tell anyone? No, else? we
0: shouldn't tell people they shouldn't do it. Now, if it gets creepy, and I think. I think Drag when they start reading the, to little kids. And I
1: think if the furries were dressing up other kids and marching them around and, and doing all their stuff, that's what, and enforcing their lifestyle on children that aren't fully formed yet, that's the same thing here. And that's where the line, I believe, can be drawn for everyone.
0: Yeah, it, it, to me it becomes problematic when this behavior is public but there's literally no repercussions because what we're saying to children is that it's okay to be this person. And I'm not sure that's right. Well, I'm not saying it isn't, but...
1: but uh, I can tell you, I've not really had any of these discussions with my daughter, but if she saw some furries or if she saw that pri- that pride parade, yeah. she would be like, what is going on? She wouldn't be like, I want to be one of these people. Right? I think there's just a natural kind of people know it's different and that doesn't have to be a bad thing but also I don't it's when the parents start forcing them saying that this is normal and this is real life and everything else is is obtuse then you have an issue
0: but you know at the same time in a civil society there has to be some set of moral values and yeah. when you cross the line i mean the roman civilization fell In part, and everything I've read about the history of great civilizations, they begin to fall apart when all moral boundaries are thrown out the window. And when we say, oh, that's totally like the Pakistani example or Afghan, that's totally acceptable for a man to have sex with a child. Now, in our society right now, that is not acceptable. But hell, 20 years ago, dude, it would not have been acceptable for a man dressed in women's clothes to go read to five-year-olds. Correct. And now it is. And I'm making the point, maybe it still isn't okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, w- again, we you don't, know? We, uh, that's a slippery slope. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's where does progress and regression cross-intersect. Yeah, right. And we don't know where that line is. These
0: are difficult discussions, and that's why we have them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we don't pretend to know everything, but... I think America has gone way too far. I'm just going to say, in general terms, way too far in this one direction. We've become too permissive that we don't call stuff out. And, you know, I appreciate people standing up. Uh, There's a a rapper, a black guy, who came out and said, look, I think homosexuality is wrong. In my moral code, and my standards, it's wrong, and I'm going to say that. You know what? I agree with him. But at the same time, I'm the kind of person who says, look, everybody sins. Mm -hmm. And in the Bible, it says there's no one sin that's greater. So I'm not going to cast stones at somebody because they're sleeping with a person their same sex. I'm just not going to do that because I'm a much bigger sinner than they are.
1: And people forget this. All of these issues are white women issues.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, Explain there's that. there's what?
1: very few. It's like that Latinx thing that oh, we were talking yeah. about earlier.
0: That, Latinos like,
1: don't care about that. I know. White women do.
0: They care if you call them Latinx. I say, what the hell? I'm exactly. Latino. And, Yo soy Latino. And,
1: yeah, or or the same thing with uh, with uh, blacks. Like they don't. You know, they don't want this like super cut cuddled carrying. Position that everyone yeah, that wants to have. That that they're victims, yes. Yeah, they're victims and need reparations. Yes. Same thing or with even, gay and, people. Well, and they traditionally—I don't want to generalize too much here—but they do have a pretty big problem with just uh, gays and homosexual. Like, uh, cr- oh, black people. Yes. Oh, yeah. In general, they yeah. don't really particularly care. For well, that.
0: particularly the Hispanic community. I mean, let's come out and say it. If you do it at a poll. Hispanics now. I would say the major the the percentage of Hispanics that are gay is the same as any other population. Yeah. However, in their society, it is not acceptable. Right. They're yeah. also very anti-abortion.
1: We, yes, and I. Um, this is cat
0: Catholicism. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it's right. it's, a, it's Catholic indoctrination for right. hundreds of years. Yep. I'm sure just through that and just. Values they've picked up That's through the, hard work. And, you go to like, Mexico,
0: dude, and you go to somebody's house, and I've done this, and you're invited to dinner. It's a major deal. All the family sits together. Every night, whether you're there or not. Mm-hmm. But when you're there, you're this honored guest, and the kids are, like, bringing food to you. And it's so different than American culture. And, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, I'm so glad America isn't like that. There's a part of me that yearns for that. You know?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, there's
0: the traditional american values. Damn it, there's nothing wrong with those values.
1: And I think that's an issue too. We can't, you know, that's something that's important that's got us to this point. We can't just throw all that away. Some people enjoy those things same way some guy enjoys being gay, you know. No. It's 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 a lifestyle. Or the choice. gay
0: pride thing. But I think and I've heard some interviews with some some uh, queer folk recently that said, "Look, this gay pride thing is nonsense." Why would I be proud just because I happen to put my unit in a certain place in another man?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like me.
0: I'm not proud to be a heterosexual. I mean, I get it. Look, queer community was not treated well in this country
1: for a long time. No, all over the world. We're all over the world. All and in many places, it's time. still... She's stoned to death today in yeah, Saudi Arabia. Exactly. If you're a gay man, you're stoned to and death. And we are violently
0: opposed to any mistreatment of somebody because of their sexual preference. We would never support that. And I, But I I think the point is, there is a segment of, and I don't want to speak for them, I'd love for our gay listeners to to comment, but I know there's a percentage of the the gay public it's like you know we don't want all this nonsense right we don't want all this attention just because we have sex
1: yeah yeah just treat me like normal it's the same thing you're making pariahs out of people yeah
0: like the black caucus i've made this point for a long time morgan freeman made it better than anybody when when asked how do we get over this race issue he goes pretty simple you quit calling me black i'll quit calling you white and we're done that was Martin Luther King's dream. As
1: long as there's labels, there's going to be discrimination. Exactly. Let's get rid of the labels. Right. Everyone's individual and important. We're just people. Yeah. I don't understand. Can't we all but be that's, people? It's funny because that is such a radical yeah. idea. Now. And racist and, and, uh, and you're just not allowed to say that.
0: So Martin Luther King's ideas are now racist.
1: Well, you know, you get too far away from the boat, you you lose sight, and uh, it's
0: just it's insane. But you know what? I do want to bring it back to the percentage of the population. Most people agree with what we're saying. Most people. These radical few. Look, the media fuels mm-hmm. this. Well,
1: that's why I don't get worked up about yeah, I mean, a right. lot of that stuff because it's not real. I know. Again, you're right. Twitter's fake. You're right. The media is not real. The I people, brought up the point, 4%. Yeah, the people you talk to in the conversations you have, those are real.
0: Right. Your coworkers, yes. the guy you meet at the store. That's right?
1: the real national fever. Right. It's, no, not, right. it's not all this craziness. But, I mean, you do have people that those type of people are shoving it down your throat. Well, we wouldn't have
0: a show if this shit wasn't in the media.
1: Yeah, well, we're just as bad, (laughs) honestly. I know, right? Same thing.
0: But we do. I think it's important to point out we are talking about a very small percentage of the population. You know Mm -hmm. that that are that scream the loudest. And this this whole conversation started about Hillary and the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has lost their way by
1: listening to the small. Vocal minority. All right,
0: let's move let's, on. Uh, let's so, talk
1: about something every human should care about. So
0: I'm really excited about this next thing because kudos to you, my friend. You have scored a major interview
1: for I this show. I reached out and uh, got Robert, a, Robert Robert Billet. Robert Billet. He is the uh, lawyer that sued DuPont for their PFO, PFOA's. and author, right? He
0: wrote the book. He, he wrote
1: a book called Exposure. About the entire trial and all the bad things DuPont did. Which
0: became a movie called? Yeah, called Dark Water, yeah, with, with Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo.
1: Yeah, so you may have Amazing seen the movie. Amazing movie. Yeah, and so we got the author of that book. Uh, and it's right in time, too, because the EPA just uh, announced that there's no safe amount of these forever chemicals. Why don't you ex- is,
0: just expand a little bit on that?
1: Well, Teflon, there's this thing called PFOA, and it's uh, it's a... Uh, I can't say the word. It's it's a super fancy word, but basically, it's slippery. The chemical, right? It's 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 what makes the chemical itself slippery, and it doesn't go away. It's carcinogenic. Um,
0: That's it, what keeps food from sticking. When you say theory. slippery, y- yes, it's the same thing in Scotch Guard. Mm-hmm. You spray it on carpet.
1: It's a it's one. like a barrier. The same, yeah, and right. the pants and all that. So it's all right. made from this chemical, which is a carcinogen. And uh, Dupont went out of their way to To make it very difficult for no one to ever know, and they would just dump this stuff and poisoned. Who knows how many people have died from it? And now it's it's pretty much in everybody's drinking water. Yeah. So the EPA
0: just announced that these forever chemicals don't go away. And so what's exciting and, for clarification is that Russell scored an interview with yep. Robert Billet, and he's not just known for that. I mean, he's, he's he's one of the
1: top environmental lawyers in the world. Yep.
0: and He's currently involved in the whole vaccine. COVID. Yeah, that deal. would
1: be an interesting thing to go into. Oh yeah.
0: Around. He was on Robert Kennedy's show mm-hmm. about, th- about three, four weeks ago.
1: Well it all goes back to this uh idea that uh we can't trust big corporations. And we yep. discussed this in the original the one w- uh the, the one that earlier up. recording, <laughs> yeah. right. But you know, we should all have this skepticism of of large corporations. It used to be a big left thing and now it's like a big it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it, it's, that's so weird. It used to, to, to hold these corporate, greedy, grubbers, environment destroying companies. Yeah,
0: environmentalists were originally on the left.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Now,
0: now you you have to be a climate change activist. Well,
1: furthermore, yeah, which whatever. But the largest supporters of conservation are hunters and yeah. and Republicans and fishermen. Because uh, the Dawes Act, not the Dawes Act, there's a, there's a certain act that uh, makes to where I think it's 10% of all purchases of firearms and ammunition and hunting gear all goes to land conservation. And that pays for all of it. So the well, people well, using those lands. And
0: then don't forget licensing.
1: Licensing is 100% a 100% yes.
0: of the money from fishing and hunting licenses goes to the Department of Conservation, yep. like in Missouri.
1: Yeah, each state is, each state 100%. is different, but... Yeah. yeah, they're the biggest supporters of conservation and environmentalism right now. I'll so never, the, the parties yeah. are almost slipping when it uh, flipping when it comes to environmental right interest, and then they're hung up on this. Which you had your theory.
0: Yeah. Of- so my theory is that climate change is a conspiracy intended to make us not be aware of more important environmental issues. Like, what's more important than clean drinking water?
1: It's a basic human right. Is
0: is the Earth's temperature changing a degree over the next 50 years more important than clean drinking water? I don't think so. Mm. And whether it's man-made climate change or not, uh, clean drinking water, clean air, clean oceans. You know, you and I have talked that's about a, it many times. The plastic in the ocean yeah. is, it well, makes that's me an heart enormous sick. enormous
1: problem. Right. The only solution is these companies stop doing what they're doing. Yep.
0: And these third world countries quit dumping their effing trash in the ocean. Yep.
1: But that's too big of a problem. So climate change is something we can all do our little part and make it better. And it comes to the people's responsibility to fix this and not the corporation's responsibility. This would be interesting to talk to Robert about. Yeah. Ask him and see what he thinks of this theory. Yeah. Because he knows would, both sides because him. he, he was a, uh, he, before that, before he defended uh, or uh, sued DuPont, he was actually a corporate attorney. Uh, environmental attorney yes he he, worked for the company he
0: defended the duponts mm, and the dows right
1: exactly so he knows both sides of the coin so that would be an interesting question to ask him
0: yeah i gotta write that down because we're interviewing him pretty pretty soon so so anyway look forward to that interview guys we'll keep you posted when it's coming out um Mm -hmm. we're really excited that uh mr billette took the time to talk to us two weirdos in springfield Mallory. But you never know, you know. We reached out to another person that most people won't know, but we'll talk more about that. that I hope we get him, man. You know, and I found when I used to host Nick's show, a lot of these people will talk to you if you just reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let word an hour. So let's
1: uh, do the best we can. Oh, let's just
0: run through the Jane's revenge. We don't really need to talk that much about it. Just, just know, Jane's Jane's revenge is a militant anti or excuse me, pro-abortion group that has threatened, they sent out a memo to their followers to bring violence upon the world if the Supreme Court motion goes through. So uh, the attacks on abortion centers express necessary militant fury. If abortions
1: aren't safe, then you aren't either. Yeah,
0: so where's the FBI coming after these domestic terrorists, these real domestic terrorists? I don't know. So, anyway, that's Something that. to keep your eye on. So, the McCullough letter. This, uh, I read this. It just blew me away. So, the American Board of Internal Medicine sent Peter McCullough. And if you don't know who Peter McCullough is, he's one of the most published noted scientists in the world uh, for cardiovascular disease particularly he was on Rogan. So you can see that piece on Rogan. He got a lot of hell for that. Rogan did Mm -hmm. because he questioned the efficacy and safety of vaccines.
1: He talked to a guy is really what happened. Oh, Oh, Rogan. You mean? Yeah,
0: right. But McCullough, I mean, uh, questioned the efficacy of vaccines based on science. He said, look, the trials weren't long enough. We just don't know. And now we're seeing these Vars reports. There's, Forty-seven thousand dead, according to VAERS.
1: Has it been? It's been a little over a year since the vaccines. Uh, year and a half now. Yeah, because they came out right after twenty twenty-one, right? Right. Or, Trump yeah. was still president. Yeah, so they came out so a year and a half. So it was.
0: I was longer than that because uh, Obama or Biden was inaugurated twenty twenty-one in January, that's, so it was twenty twenty. And Trump, at the very end, Trump would yeah, come because remember Trump ran on the fact that he got the vaccine. Yeah, out but
1: they weren't dis. They weren't. Uh, as v- widely available. available until, right. So basically, what I'm getting at is the, the two the, years. We'll call it two years. So that's when the effects can start actually start being calculated. You know, you can't other
0: than the the most immediate effects because right, some people, right, which
1: could be freak deals. Well, we're going to so, talk about so sometime, now right. that we're getting. More data, and over time, it's going to start showing more commonalities, right? Yeah, the
0: the symptoms, the long term symptoms are going to show up. I mean, Justin Bieber just came out with his facial paralysis, and there's something called um,
1: Raymond Hunt disease. That's well, no, got.
0: that Justin Bieber, but I was going to talk about the sudden arrhythmic death syndrome, sudden adult death syndrome. They're calling oh. it sad sudden you know the there's sudden, sudden infant and, yeah, death yeah, which SIDS, is sids right. sudden adult syndrome and these media outlets are reporting like oh it's this new phenomenon for instance here's another phenomenon uh 5 years ago on average every every year 15 to 20 professional athletes collapsed on the grass or the court or the stadium right 15 to 20 in the last two years, it's been 200. Now, people are, and they just are, are like all these media reports. All of a sudden, your child is at risk for a heart attack or a stroke. Did you know your three-year-old could have a stroke? No, I didn't know that because that's absolute bullshit. Well, now it's not bullshit. So here's a Snopes and MSN No, vaccines aren't linked to sudden death syndrome. Now, this is a fact-checker site, and Snopes, in my opinion, is one of the worst that used to be a reliable site, and they've Mm. totally caved to the wokest, globalist ideology. Snopes and this MSN fact-check, fact-check, I've said a million times, if someone says it's fact-check, you can take the opposite as true.
1: Yeah, I mean-
0: This one's called unsupported. Okay, sudden SADS has been studied for decades. It's caused by genetic heart problem. That's okay, but social media posts no evidence SADS related to COVID vaccine 19. Here's what they leave out. Yeah, it may be studied for decades, but the amount of people dying for it is times 20. What explains the spike in the last two years of these athletes collapsing, of children getting heart? People having strokes. My ex-wife's partner just died in her sleep of heart disease. They think of a heart attack. She's 60 years old. Active, played tennis twice a week. Active girl, a little overweight, but not that much.
1: Like my dad, he just was working and he died. Yeah,
0: and it does happen. But you have to take the number, the statistics, the numbers are absolutely insane. If you look at sudden adult deaths say, a decade ago, and look at them now, they're 20 times higher. This Justin Bieber syndrome, what did you call it? Raymond Hunt
1: syndrome, because I'm pretty sure that's what I had.
0: It's not whether people get it or not. It's the number of people and the correlation to this increase, this massive increase in heart problems among young people is direct related to the COVID vaccine and whether they're vaccinated or not. And now you know what they tell us, Russell, the latest COVID cartel nightmare that one of the main side effects of the vaccine is? Hmm. COVID. They literally just came out and admitted this. A side effect of the COVID vaccine is getting COVID. Have you noticed all these people, these uh, people in the news? Dr. Fauci just got covid He's triple jab. I did see
1: that, yeah.
0: The only people I know that that uh, are getting COVID were vaccinated. I'm not getting COVID. I didn't get a shot either, but um I don't know, it's just the COVID cartel continues to go along and it, it the problem is the longer it goes on, the harder it is to prove that it's related to the vaccine. And here's the problem. The cartel, they can't afford to be proven wrong. They've got so much money, time, and reputation into the vaccine being efficacious and safe that if they admit it... But look, it's too late. The the cat's out of the bag. That Pfizer data is out, and Naomi Wolf and her team is all over it. Yeah. The proof is there. Here's what's going to have to happen, and we'll wrap this up, but if... If the right people take Congress in November, uh, Ron Johnson is head, or he's he's in the minority party. But if he's in the majority and gets another term, he's already said, "I've got a list of organizations, including the NIH, the FDA, uh, Pfizer, that I and my congressional committee are going to investigate, and we're going to get to the root of the issue." Now, I don't have a ton of faith in congressional. Uh, Investigations, but you know, some of the ones over the years we've talked about, like Reese Committee and the uh, McCarthy American uh, Un American Activities Committee, they have gotten to some truths, mm-hmm. even if they're kind of covered up. So, sure. you know, even the JFK, the assassination committee in Congress. They came to the conclusion that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone. So congressional committees, can they have subpoena power. They can not actually get to the bottom of stuff yeah. sometimes.
1: Yeah, but then once they once it's out in the open, what does that even mean? Like in that case, yeah. nobody served justice. Nothing happened. That's they just true. admitted that, eh, yeah, probably this is weird. It's probably like you guys said it was. I
0: know. There's never any justice, but at least we know. I can go to bed at night knowing I'm not a conspiracy right. theorist for saying that Takes Oswald didn't that act alone. that crazy meter in your head
1: down a Exactly. Well, I
0: just read an article the other day. Alex Jones was right about everything.
1: I have the shirt. Through yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Even the
0: gay, well, it was regarding that EPA thing because the gay frogs that he said came fluoride. from the PFOAs, yeah. they, right? And fluoride. I
1: believe that's mentioned in, no, maybe it wasn't his, but that's Monsanto Monsanto oh, glyphosate. Was and, re- I yeah. think that had s- uh, fluorite. It was
0: something in the water. Yes, it was. It wasn't fluoride, s- but it was a
1: fluor-something product.
0: Well, and it made these frogs so they wouldn't reproduce with uh, members of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And they would try and have gay sex. He was right. Frogs were gay. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it was true.
1: Yeah, there's tons of stuff he's true about. He's, he's,
0: On that... <laughs> My friend, Alex Jones (laughs) is right. Well, hey, let's do it again, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, brother. See you next.